The Morning Sports Desk, available on demand on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and WadenaRadio.com. It is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, the 16th of February. My name is CJ Baumgartner. Corey Tackman helping me co-host this thing on a Friday. And Corey, we're joined by Park Rapids Area Activities Director Jeremy Nordic. Hey, Jeremy, thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great to be on. Jeremy, let's dive right into it. We're in the heart now of uh, of section wrestling, and I know that's stuff we're, we've been thinking about all week. There's lots of winter other updates that need to happen around our winter sports, but let's talk wrestling right out of the gate in the Park Rapids area Panthers this season. Yeah, last night we had our uh, our team section uh, opening round, and uh, well, we got beat by Alexandria. I know uh, Alexandria is tough to begin with, and then uh, we had a couple of kids that were sick and a couple of kids that are battling some you know kind of minor injuries and stuff so uh we went over to Perm last night and uh got beat by alexandria we were hoping for a little bit better showing there but uh, i think they beat us 43 to 18 was the final score and um we had some wins in there which was great um but hopefully you know next week we got uh, obviously individual sections and we can kind of make that transition and get healthy here get the sickness out of our systems and and move on um it's- it's one, a, one bright note, though, oh. uh, real quick, we have Brooke, Brooke Kritzik, our uh, our lone state entry. Um, she got second in sections last week, so we're really uh, proud of her. Isn't it always kind of funny? I think it's the I love I love winter sports and all the like uh, pomp and circumstance that come come with with it. But it always seems like these these postseason play doesn't pick the sport lines up perfectly with the sickest time of year in the schools. It's just the unlucky, you know, obviously everyone gets beat up at the end of all these seasons and inju- injuries, but man, there's a lot of schools dealing with a lot of sickness right now too. It's, it's really bad timing. Oh yeah. You're not kidding. So last night for boys basketball, even we went to Aiken and their coach said, Hey man, before you leave here, make sure you sanitize. Everybody's sanitizing their hands because our kids have been just, sicker than dogs all, all week here so uh uh he said uh it's just been a struggle like you don't you don't know who's going to show up on game day even it's to that point to where the kids are so sick but uh um yeah hopefully hopefully you know in the next couple of weeks here you get to the section tournaments everybody uh is feeling a little bit better yeah, and you mentioned, you know, in girls wrestling to be able to get a, a state participant. Just talk about the the growth that you've seen in that sport. Obviously, uh, just being yeah. only sanctioned now for a few years. Uh, how has that taken off just kind of even just in these three years, just seeing those numbers get bigger? Oh, it's been just awesome. I mean, I can speak pretty much for Park Rapids only here. Um, I know each school kind of has their own unique situation with it. But uh, the last few years, we've had four or five girls out for out for wrestling. And uh looking at our elementary, junior high, and coming on up, we're going to have more and more girls. So uh, you can kind of talk about like Bemidji. Bemidji has pretty much their own separate team. And that would be a great goal if we could achieve that. If we could get up to our own separate team with uh, with girls wrestling, man, that'd be huge, especially with the success that we've had the last couple of years. All right, um, section playoffs for girls basketball right around the corner. Where's the Panthers girls basketball team at? I think we could be anywhere between seven and ten. And there's we got a couple of games left here, and obviously with that QRF uh, system, you never know kind of where you're going to end up uh, with the tiebreakers and everything else. But 
the teams above us. There's a couple of teams above us that we've lost to, and then there's another team that we beat. So it's just kind of it's the shuffle right now. And wherever that QRF puts us, I guess, is where we're going to be at. Hopefully we can host a game. So if that puts us at the seventh seed, that would be great or eight even. That'd be fine. But uh, it'd be nice to host. Uh, I know the girls have been improving throughout the year and working hard. Uh, gave Crosby Arrington uh, a pretty good game last night. Ended up, you know, the score doesn't really show it. We lost by a 20 something, but uh, our girls were right there knocking on the door for most of the game. So I look for them to, uh, to compete with anybody, you know, come up in that section tournament. I got to see him play earlier in the season uh, at Staples Motley, and that is a team that can, when they get going from deep, they can fill it up in a hurry. And Gabby Shapersky is definitely one of those players. I know she reached a nice milestone this week. Yeah, she did. She got a thousand uh, the other day, and man, that's just exciting. She was one of three kids uh, this year that have reached that milestone. So it's it's just been fun around here as far as uh, basketball is concerned with those kids reaching those milestones and it's putting extra, extra people in the gym too. So we've had great crowds and uh, yeah, credit to Gabby, uh, just a hardworking kid and um, just a gym rat. She's in there shooting all the time and always seems to have a basketball with her and just loves the sport. And um, so, yeah, especially her, if she can get it rolling from beyond the arc uh, yeah, we can beat anybody. Switching things over into boys basketball, just talk about how that team has been going this year. I know that there's also a, another 1,000-point milestone to talk about. Yeah, we had two of them, actually, Noah Morris and Noah Larson. Uh, Noah got hit, Noah Morris got his uh, a couple weeks ago, or last week even, and uh, and then Larson got his uh, the other day uh, against Staples. So um, anytime you got two kids like that uh, with with uh, achieving that milestone, it's just, uh, it's just fun and – you know, everybody talks about it, obviously, and and when you're winning, when your team is winning, uh, it just generates that much more excitement. So, which we've been able to do. Uh, I was sitting at uh, second, second and section eight double A right now, and a lot of that is because of the work that those two kids have put in, um, and the rest of the group has kind of followed along. And you talk about gym rats. Well, those two guys are are definitely gym rats. They're weight room rats. I mean, they just, they love sports. They love to compete. Uh, they love, uh, they love game nights, man. They just get after it. And um, you know, we're going to definitely lean on them and ride their coattails a little bit uh, coming into section tournament time. You know, at the top, towards the top of that uh, section eight double A, and even seeing the team last year a little bit in that first playoff game against Wadena Deer Creek. I know last year obviously wasn't the spot that you guys wanted to be in, but there was still a lot of talent on that team and watching that game and thought, you know, given another season, these guys can make some noise. What's it like to see that development kind of year over year? Well, we kind of knew that um, going into the summer months, you know, we started in June and we kind of made a summer plan as far as what tournaments we were going to go play at and uh, how we were going to kind of turn that corner going into, uh, you know, into the football season. Cause a lot of these kids, they, they play football for me as well. So, uh, we kind of had a big plan and it, it all just kind of ties into our big culture change that we've been working on uh, as school wide, basically. And these kids bought into it. And it's just nice to see, you know, you talk about like 6 a.m. lifting, uh, spending extra hours in the gym, all that stuff. These kids just bought in. And I think just the extras and all the stuff that uh, some teams just aren't willing to do. Our kids have been willing to do those things and it's definitely paid off for us. 
You mentioned the culture change, Jeremy, and and I think a lot of people when they when they think about culture, they think about the locker rooms, right? They think about the yeah. players and the coaches. But you hinted at it a little earlier. It is it's not just there because I mean it starts there, and that's where things start to turn around. But then maybe you start racking up a few wins, and then people start showing up, like you mentioned, and it changes everything. All of a sudden, we've all been in those gyms where there's nobody there and there's nothing going on, and it's just kind of a sad night of pick the sport. Um, it it is a different world when you get to play in front of people, isn't it? Oh yeah, you definitely nailed it there, and it, it just is. It's a different vibe in the gym when you look across there and you're sitting on the bench and you see a thousand people across there just going crazy. It's, it's fun. And yeah, our, our kids and we, we let our boys know, yeah, they come to see you. They come to see you compete and come to see you play and come to see you win. So if you're not giving your best effort, then uh, there's something wrong with you. Um, but our kids have, have just really just basked in that and, and they love it. And again, we got, uh, we got some big games coming up here, and I look for uh, look for some big crowds. If we can stay at that two seed, uh, especially with boys basketball, then I think we're going to have a jam packed uh, Park Rapids gym coming up here. So that's it's just exciting stuff. Yep. Can you give us uh, the update and catch us up on Park Rapids area boys and girls hockey? Yeah. So, well, girls hockey. Uh, you know, we we joined with DL. And we had uh, one kid that went over there and, and played. Um, and, uh, you know, she did well. It was just, this was our first year at, as a co-op over there. So we're kind of in that transition phase on trying to figure out what's best for us. And um, right now it's going okay. I'd, I'd like to get four or five more girls over there to, uh, to participate. But DL, it's, you know, 40 minutes away. It's, it's tough. And, uh, you know, the transportation thing is tough. And then, late nights, um, mm-hmm. three, four nights a week, uh, getting home. It's, I don't know if it's the best thing for us, but, uh, we're trying it. So we'll see what happens there. Sure. Um, I know our girl had a pretty good experience here so far and I, I think she's going to go back, but, uh, hopefully she brings a couple more with her. Um, yeah. as far as boys hockey, uh, we got, uh, the seven seed. So we're going to play Kitson central on Tuesday. And uh, I know we could have ended up anywhere between the fourth and, and seventh seed, but sometimes you never know how those coaches vote. Um, so we took the seventh, and which was probably where we should have been. But uh, the winner of that gets the uh, fun trip to go to War Road. <laughs> and, and you know they know their hockey up there, so it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But our kids are confident, and I've uh, been playing some pretty good hockey here. I think we're – Man, what are we? We're 16 or 17 and five and three. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty solid record for this team. And you, you never know. I mean, high school sports, if we can get a win over Kitson, we'll go throw a world our, our best and see what happens. Nice. Catch us up on some of the other activities that have been happening uh, during the winter season. Oh, okay. Well, we got gymnastics sections coming up on Saturday. Um, really, really young team. We got a new coach but they've been learning and growing and improving all year. It's just been fun to see uh, kind of behind the scenes a little bit. Um, you know, our gymnastics program has really been uh, growing, especially in the younger ages. You know, you get down into the elementaries and stuff. We got a good feeder program. So on top of that, we're looking at uh, possibly uh, getting a new gymnastics complex on our, on our school grounds um, to go with our already building referendum. 
that's been going up really quickly thanks to the weather. So <laughs> that should be that should be done here uh, a little bit sooner, we hope. Um, which is nice. The construction's tough, obviously, to deal with with parking and all that. But, mm-hmm. anyways, yeah, with gymnastics, no, it's been great, and hopefully they have a good showing on Saturday. Like I said, they're really young, so just any experience that they get right now is just a positive. Um, and then it's pretty much the same thing with uh, with boys swimming. Uh, Todd Fritzy, I don't know if you if you guys have met with Todd before, but uh, he's been around here a long time and a lot of success, a lot of state trips, and he took. Uh, Took a couple of years off from boys swimming. He's been coaching girls swimming the whole time, but he took a couple of years off of boys swimming. Now he's taking it back and they're kind of uh, hitting the reset button a little bit, starting over and uh, really, really young. But again, growing, uh, learning and competing and getting better and better each event. So I look for them to, uh, you know, to push some teams here down the stretch. Finally, Jeremy, before we let you get out of here, just anything else happening around Park Rapids area that we need to know about? Uh, it's just an exciting time to be a Panther. You know, uh, I love my job. I love coming to school. Uh, people are excited about uh, different activities, obviously. But, you know, we just got a lot of things going on from one act play. we got a runner up in sections. Uh, I know our one act play was a little disappointed that we're hoping to go to state this year. And they were close and they're just talented kids, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just being a. I don't know, a jock, I guess, or a sporto guy. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you don't really realize when you go see those events, you know, the speech events or one-act play or the, the fine arts stuff, you don't realize just how talented some of these kids are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just really, really proud to uh, to be a part of that in Park Rapids and all the kids and the talent that we have, you know, esports too. You know, I'm I'm more of an old school guy. I mean, you dig out the old 1985 Nintendo and play <laughs> Tech Ball, but uh, some of these guys in the games they play on esports, it's it's unbelievable. And just uh, the reflexes and the quick thinking that they got, um, you got to have a special talent for that. And mm-hmm. I certainly don't have it, but uh, uh, some people do. And we got just a, a wide variety of of kids and a lot of talent and just a, a supporting staff here at Park Rapids and our student council is just doing awesome things. we got a new primetime Panther mascot. I think I talked to you guys about that earlier mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the football blow up tunnel, just, I mean, little things that you don't really think about. Um, but for us uh, just every little thing helps in turning that culture around and I don't know, for, for years and years, I mean, even when I was at Monaga, you think of Park Rapids as almost a doormat. So you come over and oh, that's going to be a win tonight, whatever sport we're, we were talking about. Well, we're trying to change that mentality. So we want, uh, we're trying to earn that respect, obviously, from other people. But uh, to do that, you got to put in the extra work. And we've been trying to do that. So that's where we're at right now. And hopefully that continues on. And just to, with our senior leadership and what we got, our young kids have kind of seen that and how they're supposed to learn and grow and act and how they're supposed to conduct themselves. So it's been, uh, it's been an improvement, but obviously, I mean, it's, it's baby steps, man. We're still growing. We're talking with Park Rapids Area Activities Director Jeremy Nordic joining us on the morning sports desk this morning. Jeremy, we appreciate the time. Love chatting with you as always. And we look forward to talking with you when spring rolls around. Yeah. Anytime guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Jeremy.
Thanks, Jeremy. Jeremy Nordic of Park Rapids area, the activities director there joining us on the morning sports desk. And Corey, uh, I I know we kind of do this after every AD we talk with, but what do you think of the interview? I I am always uh, impressed by every AD, uh, Jeremy, uh, um, I think specifically just because we we just got done talking to him. I'm just always so impressed by um, like they have to have it's not athletics director right it's an activities director so mm-hmm. they've got their fingers in all these different things and and they get to see a lot and and it, you know it's funny to hear them and, and cool to hear them talk about one act and and the fine arts and those sorts of things and it is a, it is a big task you know to use his words the 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 doormat thing that there was a when i first moved here like it was th- when you would go into those into that gym in Park Rapids, and the other teams would always say, "Yeah, you know what? If we um, if we play okay here, we should be able to get get away with one." And the Park Rapids coaches would say, "Yeah, you know, we're gonna have to do a lot of things right to try to steal one here tonight." And that's not been the case now, right? I mean, how you've heard him mention young coaches. I remember that coming up in the fall. Um, he mentioned it again here this winter. There's just like like. Um, some some hope and excite. It's like springtime at Park Rapids uh, all season long for what the Panthers are trying to do uh, in that extracurricular world, which I think is it, it's really important. It's not everything, right? That not everything about school is about sports and about right. the football team and the basketball or whatever, but it is a lot, and a lot of kids play are involved in a lot of different activities, and and the more you can encourage participation in all of the activities, just the better atmosphere and more fun, um, the, the more fun of a place it's going to be each and every single day. It's cool. It's cool to hear him talk about that kind of stuff and that it's working. Right. And that's the fun part is you have a lot of people talk about all that kind of stuff. And I think a lot of people really try their best and they have good plans and they have everything that they want to do. And to see it come to fruition is the fun part to kind of talk to our conversation yesterday to, to have two things that aren't really related, but I'm going to force them to be related. And we talked about NCAA football and the fun part about the video game is that you get to pick a random place and you get to try and build them up and to see what the work that all those coaches and everything have done. And you get to hear the, the facilities being built and working on a new gymnastics spot. And it's really cool to see people kind of build things up and to rise up. And it's cool to see that happen and happens with other schools around here, but for the specific part of talking about Park Rapids area, it's just really cool to, to get to see that and get to see kind of uh, schools and programs go on that ascendancy. It's really, really fun. And honestly, it's kind of, it's the fun part about, you know, everybody wants to be the GM in Madden of the worst team and build them up because everybody likes to talk about it and see how they can do it on their own. But to see somebody in reality and to see a school and a program get behind and do that, it's really, really fun to see. Yeah. Keep it up, Jeremy. It's cool. So uh, another thing that we'll talk about here on the morning sports desk today, let's uh, recap a little bit of the games that we had last night on KWAD. It was a boy girl double header between Wadena Deer Creek and Monaga as we go South, on Highway 71 here from Park Rapids area. Uh, but first off was the boys game. And Corey, uh, this is the first time I've had to see the Wadena Deer Creek boys team in a couple weeks. And they came out and they did not miss a shot. They were shooting lights out in that first half. All of a sudden, uh, Wadena Deer Creek put up 50 some points at halftime, 24 of them coming from Peyton Church. And 
They could not miss, whether it was Peyton Church, whether it was Teshi, whether it was Lyric Haug shooting from beyond the arc. Anything that they had uh, going into that game was just working. There's just some nights where everything you do on a basketball court just works. And it was one of those nights they dang near got 100 points. They end up scoring 98. And overall, uh, you know, if you're Coach Thunberg, it's 10 out of 10, no notes. He did everything he wanted to do that night. For Monaga, obviously, they're a program, and Coach Capan has been, uh, they believe it's his second year now at the program, trying to build that up to where he wants it to be. And they played really well against Wadena Deer Creek that first time. And sometimes I feel like you just got to shrug your shoulders and go, wasn't our night. Just we They scored 50-some points. It's the, At halftime, they had about 30. It's not that they couldn't score. It's just that they Wadena Deer Creek was just doing whatever they wanted to on the offensive end of the floor. And sometimes you just got to shrug your shoulders and go, that's the way things kind of shake out sometimes. And overall, it was a fun night of basketball just from an offensive perspective. And, you know, uh, when any when any coach has a chance to almost get 100, uh, that's a pretty good night. Yeah, there's a there's a funny thing that happens too. As a, let's let's take a peek behind the curtain here as a as a broadcaster, it's it's not like it was a close game, right? So there there is a, the to to continue to keep a game like that interesting and fresh as it rolls along is is sometimes difficult to do, but then all of a sudden you look up at the scoreboard and there's six minutes left and you're like they got they got eighty two. <laughs> it's they got 87 or whatever it is all of a sudden that's a, it's kind of a fun it whatever lull happens there from halftime to the the six minute mark five minute mark completely dissipates and all of a sudden everyone in the gym is once again back into it like are they going to do it that 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 mystical triple digits up on the scoreboard and it becomes something to chase after and and kind of um, root for a little bit, which I, I think as like a broadcaster is kind of fun. You don't like to see blowout games. You don't, you don't want that for anybody. You don't want it for the team that gets blown out. It's tough. Those get to be, those get to be dicey and it's not fun. I totally understand that. But when that 100 is looming, it, it kind of, it kind of, you, you feel it all of a sudden the fans start moaning and groaning for shots that, that, oh man, it just, it went completely around and popped out. How did that not one, how did that one not go in? Um, you can feel it again in the gym. So it's, uh, they're fun nights from that perspective. Yeah, exactly. And like you talked about, it kind of adds that extra juice. And, and if you're the players on the bench, you want that opportunity. Wadena Deer Creek only dresses 10 varsity players. So they had all five of their starters on the bench, but there's still a couple guys that play pretty frequent minutes that are on the floor. So it's not like it's JV versus JV that those, those guys, again, it's a shot clock. You have to try and put something up. You're not just going to take a shot clock violation every single time down the floor. So, you know, it's a very, it was a very fun atmosphere towards the end. And I was talking even with Kyle who, you know, works for us and for the school. And he was saying, you know, on both sides, everybody's kind of like, are they going to get to a hundred? Is that going to be something that happens tonight? And so it's like you said, it kind of gives you, it re-energizes you back into that ball game. Wadena Deer Creek plays Pelican Rapids tonight, one of the top seeds in Section 8AA. Talking with Coach Thunberg just a little bit ago for Wolverines Weekly, which you can also hear at WadenaRadio.com and on the Superstation K106 app, uh, is, you know, he's like, I wish we could transfer some of that uh, momentum and some of those points over already to tonight's game against Pelican Rapids. That's going to be a big one at the WDC gym. And we'll see how things kind of shake out for that end of the season. Because, uh, 
boys only have a, a few more weeks left. There's less than five games for both Monaga and Wadena Deer Creek on the boys basketball season and even less Corey for the girls. So talking about uh, the girls game yesterday, uh, it was a defensive, uh, it was a defensive affair, really um, both teams for Monaga and Wadena Deer Creek, Wadena Deer Creek, more of a half court defensive minded team. Monaga likes to play that full court type of offense, press on every make, you know, every time they're inbounding the ball kind of deal, but um, it was just a, a, a good defensive game. I think at halftime, it was like, you know, 28 to 15 or even something like that. It was not a, it was not a big scoring affair and it stayed that way in the second half. Both defenses did everything that they wanted to do. Um, and the score ended up being about 46 to 30. And if you're Wadena Deer Creek, the average given up 47 points a game, they got under their season average for points allowed thing is for Monaga, they average allowing 37 points a game and they only allowed 30. Uh, and that's, it's just how it shakes out sometimes. And that Monaga team, it's tough because they get buried in a, in a deep section eight, double a, but, uh, coach Pooley and company have that program rocket still. I mean, yeah, you hold teams to 30, you got a pretty decent shot, I would say. So, um, yeah, that, I think, you know, we had a chance to talk a little bit before the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, didn't that game kind of shake out? exactly how uh, probably most people predicted it to it's going to be defensive it's going to be a little bit of a slugfest it might be ugly at times but it's not because of ineptitude it's because of how defensively stout both of these teams can be and you know like you said that you holding both teams held each other to under 50 points the other one held to under 40 that's that's pretty that's pretty darn good when i was in high school we would earned a pepsi shot for that (laughs) <laughs> it was 26 to 17 at halftime too. So just overall in the second half, there was what 20 points for Monaga, 13 for Wadena Deer Creek. So uh, even in that second half, as things tightened up, it's still Monaga just did a great job. Again, meeting Wadena Deer Creek out on that three point line, preventing their shooters from getting into any kind of rhythm for Wadena Deer Creek. They just did a good job filling up that post and making things awful tough whenever Monaga wanted to get things down in the low block. And the big difference in this game was uh, Corey about halfway through the first half. It was 10-9 Monaga. It was back and forth. Wadena Deer Creek would have the lead. Monaga would have the lead. And then the Braves went on a 12-0 run thanks to Mackenzie Anderson going three of three behind the three-point line. And that kind of helped propel them on this run. And they basically, you know, it would get bigger, it would get smaller, but it kind of always hovered around that 12-point mark. And it's tough as coaches because you play the game in its entirety. But if you're Coach Cressup and you're like, well, we take out that 12-minute stretch this game looks uh, that 12 point run, I should say by Monaga. This game looks a lot different. Sometimes that's all it is. Most games end up being that way. They play 36 minutes of basketball. And if you can chop out eight of it, <laughs> chop out a, you know, a, a, a quarter of basketball an eighth of the basketball game. Like this is a tie game. If you remove that 12 0 run. Right. So there you go. Monaga again. Uh, and Wadena Deer Creek, both playing some uh, competition here. I uh, believe Wadena Deer Creek has some Park Region Conference competition coming up. Monaga going to play a lot of that Section 8 AA schedule. Monaga's won 23 games in a row, Corey. They have not lost since November 28th to Walker Hackensack Akeley. Uh, and that's going to be put on the line because they have Pelican Rapids coming up and they have Holly coming up as well. So two teams in the top half of Section 8 AA 
that are going to be important. Obviously, nobody's catching Purim in that section, but the two through five seeds are kind of all up in the air on who's going to get where and how that's going to shake out. So Section 8 AA girls basketball is going to be a lot of fun trying to see how that uh, final seeding ends up shaking out. Speaking of 8 AA girls basketball and, uh, well, just another 8 AA team, when we mentioned Purim earlier, uh, it was reported yesterday uh, by officially by uh, Nick L. Sports of the uh, paper up in DL, the Detroit Lakes Tribune and the Purim Focus. Um, he was there yesterday when four Purim Yellow Jackets signed their national letters of intent. And I have those names right here. So uh, Jaden Hackle uh, for track and field is going to go to UW lacrosse. Um, Maya Lung is a cross country runner and also track and field. She is going to, uh, Mia, excuse me. Uh, she's going to play for run for Luther College. Uh, Braylon Rock is going to play football at U Mary in Bismarck. And Aspen Rohde is going to run cross country and track and field for MSU Mankato. Uh, it's always just such a cool event when kids get to sign their letters of intent. And before it was always kind of reserved for like the D one signings. I'm a top 30 recruit in the nation. You know, we're going to have this big affair. And I love that these kids, even if they're going to D three or Juco, you know, obviously the scale is a little bit different, but I still love that the school makes a point to take a picture with you and have the little school logo in the background. And they don't make a huge deal out of it, but it is important. And it shows a dedication and a love of sport and something that you wouldn't get if you were at, you know, the schools are kind of, it's showing off for the player, but it's also, also the schools showing off too. Like, look at what we're doing for our kids. We're helping put them in a position to go do this. And the kids worked hard and they got to this point and, you know, you're not throwing a parade for them, but you're rewarding them for some hard work. Do you know how good you have to be to play college sports? Good. You got to be good. You have to be good at them. College sports, not division. I'm not talking division one. That is that is one percent of of less than one percent of all athletes. Right. Mm -hmm. Much greater percentage of that. Like you have to be you have to be good. You have to be good. One of the things, my um, um, my brother was a, a runner at Luther also. One of the things that's cool about the lower levels of collegiate athletics anyway is that it is, oh, what's the, they love the sport. Like in high school, you can go out for the sport because you love the sport. And it remains that way at the division three level, which is really, really cool mm -hmm. there. It's obviously competitive. That's it's obviously um, the next level. So everything's a little faster. The best are, you know, the best are a little bigger and a little stronger and a little faster. All that stuff is, is still true, but there's still that level of like, if you want to run, go do it. Now it turns out uh, runners at Perm not bad at running. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, it's really awesome to be able to see that you have to be good to play college sports. You just yep. have to be, there's no, uh, anybody who's less than good doesn't pursue it. Mm -hmm. So it, it's cool. Congratulations to them. Well, and people talk about like, Oh, it's just division two. Like that's, I've seen division two basketball. I watched and Bemidji state when I, I took stats for the basketball team for boy uh, men's and women's. And those two programs weren't necessarily bastions of the NSIC. They weren't darlings. They were, you know, bad to average. And those guys were good. Like I got to see them every single weekend 
those guys and girls were good. Like they could do some things with the basketball that not a lot of people can. And they don't do it like they do it for the love of the game. They don't do it. They don't get big NIL deals. They don't get a chance to go pro. A lot of them are going to be teachers or going to be accountants or going to be whatever when they're done playing. They're spending their entire college lives doing that, do playing the sport and going to class. That's all they're doing for four years for every weekend to travel 500 miles on a charter bus, stay at a Best Western and eat Domino's pizza on the bus. They are doing that because they love the sport. And that's really cool to see. And, you know, it's, I hear some kids, they talk about their college thing. Like, yeah, well, you know, this team isn't going to be very good. And I don't know if I'd want to go there. And I look at them and say, who cares? Because nobody's winning national titles. You have to be really, really good. Even as a division three player to be on a national title winning team, you're doing it because you just want to keep playing the sport at a high level. And those kids realize that. And it's really fun to get to see them, do that and and do their dream. I would have loved to play college baseball for somebody. I wasn't good enough. So to see other kids go do that uh, is is awesome. And I hope everybody gets the opportunity to do that as much as possible. If somebody says it's just Division Two or it's just Division Three or it's just fill in the blank for the level, they're idiots. <laughs> it's the stupidest take. It is. It is. You don't. It's. It is. It's, this word gets overused, but it's just ignorant. <laughs> you have no idea. Um, just about every single person you and I know, if we went to open gym and got to play one-on-one with the seventh man of any Division Three basketball program, and the, they game to 11 by ones and twos, we'd lose 11 to zero. Pretty quickly. Everyone you know and everyone I know, including you and me, it wouldn't, they would cook us coming off the bench at a division three program. Mm-hmm. You have to be so good to play college sports. So good. Anyway, uh, uh, Braylon rocks. Mom cleans my teeth. So way to go, Braylon. That's awesome. <laughs> so let's wrap this uh, thing up by talking about a little of our coverage tonight. And we'll probably wrap this up. We it's fun to have the morning sports desk be all local. I'd love it. If we, it, you know, obviously we're talking with Jeremy and that takes up a big chunk of the show today, which is awesome. He was great. Uh, I love it when we do these shows. They're just all local. Let's wrap this up by talking about section six, a team wrestling tonight, Corey, uh, that's on uh, our airwaves and online on our website. Indeed it is. We have uh section six, a team wrestling. Now New York mills and outer tail central wrestled on Tuesday. Uh, New York mills came away victorious in that. So just very quickly, I want to see if I have my updated um, seedings here. There are, uh, it's it's the entirety of the team wrestling uh, coverage out of Section 6A. The quarterfinals are going to begin at 3.30. They'll continue at 5. The semifinals are scheduled for 6 o'clock. And the finals are scheduled tonight for 8 o'clock. Your one seed is Osakis. Two is Bertha U at Verndale Parkers Prairie. The three seed is West Central Area. Four seed is Long Prairie Gray Eagle Browerville. The five seed Border West. Six seed Wadena Deer Creek. Seven seed Pelican Rapids. And then the eight seed is New York Mills. So those quarterfinals will be Osakis versus Mills. Uh, Bertha U at Verndale Parkers Prairie versus Pelican Rapids. West Central Area versus Wadena Deer Creek. And Long Prairie Gray Eagle Browerville versus Border West. Those are your quarterfinals. Kyle and Dan will begin their coverage this afternoon at 3.15. The wrestling with the quarterfinals starts at 3.30, and uh, it's full steam ahead. 
through the evening on KWAD. That's 101.7 FM and AM 920 KWAD online at wadinaradio.com slash KWAD. And you'll see the little button that says stream local sports. It'll take you right there. It's going to be a fun night of wrestling. Fun night of wrestling. We already posted our broadcast schedule on the Facebook pages and already people have been liking it. Wrestlers, turns out, are into wrestling. They love it and it's great that we can have it back on the air. You can't be halfway into wrestling. No. You can be halfway into basketball. Like, you know what? I'm just going to hang out with my friends. I don't care if I ever play. When I get in, I'm just going to shoot the ball. It's going to be awesome. You can't be halfway into wrestling. It hurts. <laughs> exactly it hurts if you're into wrestling if you're halfway into wrestling you're going to learn the difference between being hurt and being injured very quickly <laughs> <laughs> one last couple notes on our state sports the timberwolves won yesterday they are what 39 and 16 best record in the west by a game and a half they go into the all-star break chris finch carl anthony towns and anthony edwards are all going to be there um there they once again took care of portland yesterday just non-stop uh, they're, they're locked in. I think one stat doesn't need much elaboration, but one stat in the last 10 games, the wolves are the number one team in net efficiency, defensive rating, number five in offensive rating. If they can keep that up all season long, there's not, there's not any team that's better than them. Like they are, they'll, they'll win the championship, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's weird to say, but they are in such a good spot. It's awesome. Uh, Twins pitchers and catchers have reported. Uh, Carlos Correa showed up to camp yesterday, so most of the position players are kind of slowly starting to trickle their way in. Major League Baseball uh, logos and uh, team uniforms have been really interesting this year. They all look like paper. Uh, That's maybe a discussion for a later time. They look awful, those uniforms. Um, and the wild are doing the wild things. The Gophers lost to Purdue yesterday. Uh, there's a, there's your fill up on your state sports. Corey, I think we're going to break for the weekend. This has been the morning sports desk for Friday, February 16th. The morning sports desk available on demand on Spotify, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and wadinaradio.com.